Welcome to WeChat Divorce, brought to you by My Divorce Solution and hosted by Karen Chalou, Legal Liaison, and Katherine Shanahan, CDFA. Each episode, we sit down with divorce professionals and industry experts to provide insights and frank discussions about real people, real situations, and real divorce to help your family achieve your best life post-divorce. Welcome to WeChat Divorce, brought to you by My Divorce Solution and hosted by myself, Karen Shalou, Legal Liaison, and Katherine Shanahan, CDFA. On these special explainer episodes, we answer the top questions about divorce, giving you clarity and confidence as you navigate the divorce process. Thank you for joining us today as we get deep into the topic of how to prepare for divorce financially. Here are a few questions you may be asking yourself. How do you financially prepare for divorce? What is the first step and who can help? Well, we'll cover all of that and more today. And when we wrap up, you'll feel confident knowing how to be financially prepared and the importance of covering all of the details. Now let's get to it. So going through divorce takes planning, patience, knowledge, and an awareness that you may or may not want. Whether you are the moneyed spouse or not, when it comes to divorce, finances are at the forefront of all concerns and decisions. Here are some important steps to ensure that you have the clarity needed to make smart financial decisions. The first step is to protect what you have by knowing what you have. Your MDS financial portrait is the quintessential document that contains all of the financial data that makes up your marital estate all in one place, summarized and analyzed in such a way that you hold the power to making informed financial decisions. Next, manage your budget. No one really likes to hear that, but it's important. Start tracking your expenses now and what they may be post-divorce. Decide how and whom those expenses will be paid. If you have children, be very clear and diligent about discussing how any expenses will be paid before agreeing to support payments. Very important. Don't overlook extracurricular or extraordinary expenses like graduation parties, prom, orthodontia, car expenses. That's only to name a few. Next, refrain from making any big financial decisions. You may think you should pay off your credit card now, but hold off paying off those and mortgages or even hold off buying a new house or a car. On the flip side, however, you may want to take care of some current medical issues. So Catherine, why? Why why can't you buy a car? What if you're paying for it in cash? What's the difference when you're preparing? Wouldn't you want to have that already established before you start divorce proceedings? Yeah, you know, it's really common to say, my spouse just got a new car. Why am I not getting a new one? But what happens later on is that you're stuck with that car. And maybe you're buying a car because you think you need to have as nice a car as your spouse has. But guess what? You're responsible for those expenses moving forward. So will you really be able to afford that? Also, if you think, okay, we'll just take the savings account and we'll pay for the new car. Well, guess what? That means you're using half of your cash to pay for a car and you may need that cash later on down the road. So you really have to stop and think about how is this really going to affect me next year? Not how it's affecting me today. So really it's about knowing what you have, knowing what you have plays into divorce negotiations and then knowing what your options are. And then from there, decide whether or not you buy a new car, a new asset, or how you spend your money. Good. Exactly. You know, it's so hard because we all want to get things taken care of. Like I said, taking care of some medical issues. 
Okay, that could be a good idea. It could be a big expense. However, you might have really good coverage now with your spouse's employer or with your own employer that's not being affected. So maybe take care of those issues because a year from now, two years from now, there'll still be medical concerns that you'll have to take care of. So it might be wise to do it now. You just have to check out your healthcare program and see if it's beneficial. Good. So next, gather as much documentation as you can financial statements, passwords, and login credentials, super important to accounts, tax returns, passports, social security cards, credit reports are just a few things to look for. And while we're on the topic of credit reports, Catherine, what's the difference between a credit report and a credit score? Yeah, I love, you know, when you do budgets with our clients and you go through their credit, the common response typically is, I don't need to get my credit report because I know what my credit score is. And then further, you get the details on why their credit score has been dinged at so much. So there's some anger that comes out. But a credit report will really outline any credit cards or any debt that you're not aware of or that you are aware of, but you are not aware of. It'll just keep you informed of anything that needs to be cleaned up before you sign a divorce um, agreement. A lot of accounts obviously show up on credit reports and more often than not accounts that either you didn't know existed or that you forgot about and they're there. And I'm also going to caution people, please do not close out credit card accounts without knowing what that means to your credit score. Most often when going through a divorce, it's so easy to get your credit score impacted by doing things that aren't absolutely necessary. Be very, very careful about that. And another thing I want to point out is passports for kids. Um, Especially it's been very important during COVID, this pandemic, that it's so hard to get a passport. And then it's complicated when you're going through a divorce because you need both parents to sign. And if you're adverse with each other for any reason and you're not getting cooperation from your spouse, that can be very challenging, especially if you need to make a trip. So that's just something to consider when you're considering divorce and you're gathering documentation. Check that out. Yeah, I want to talk about the flip side of that, Karen, about the passports. And it is really important to have anything signed before a a total agreement is signed, because that's when everybody's willing to sign off on things. But even if you're the spouse who doesn't want your children traveling overseas, you know, this needs to be in your agreement. You need to talk about this. And I know that could be on another episode for us, but before getting those passports, understand what that means and understand that you should have limitations if you want them for travel overseas in your final agreement. So this is a lot of stuff, right? So journal your financial fears and conversations that you have with your spouse. For example, like the passport and traveling, because it's very difficult to recall information during this difficult journey. So when you keep track of your thoughts and writing, you'll be able to reference that information when and if needed. And believe me, you will enjoy having it already documented. Right. And it's documented for your own purpose and for your own clarity. Most of the behavior and conversation between spouses really aren't something that's dealt with in the court situation. So it's really important that you do these journals for yourself and for your own clarity. Lastly, be prepared for resistance. It's your right to have the financial data that comprises your marital estate. Knowledge is power, but in divorce, 
financial knowledge is everything. In the beginning of the divorce process, everyone says, not everyone, but a lot of people will say, I want to make sure you're okay. I won't do anything to hurt you. I'll take care of you forever for those who are married for a long time. That's great. But be prepared. Eventually, that resistance that you mentioned will come. So while you're in that honeymoon phase of the divorce process, take in as much information and as much documentation as you can and listen and journal things that are said for your own use, like Karen said. But be prepared when that resistance comes in. It's normal. It's really normal. And for anyone that says they'll take care of you or this is what I'll do, they'll still do it afterwards if they really meant it. But make sure that you do what's right for yourself during the process and think again ahead one year from now, how will I feel about this? Or how will your spouse really feel about this? You know, that reminds me of clients that we had and it's in multiple situations. And let's just call our client Sally and let's call her husband, Harry. Harry is one of those spouses who said, you know what, I'm going to take care of you. There's enough money on the table here that we've got this all worked out. And that made its way all the way to the divorce agreement before it was signed, when it came to our firm to review it. And it was quickly discovered that there was quite a few grants and options that weren't disclosed. And then what happened, Catherine? Well, you know, you say disclosed, but actually they were disclosed in that honeymoon period where her husband or Harry was willing to share the information. And Sally was smart enough to get the information and to share it with us. However, when they both turned to attorneys for some reason, uh, because they couldn't agree on something, I think it was for one of their children, both parties got really upset. So that resistance set in. And so now I believe husband was being instructed not to just, you know, they had enough. They didn't need any more information. But wife was smart enough because she knew what she had in the beginning with her financial portrait. She knew it was there. She couldn't understand why it wasn't still there. So when she came back to us for the review, we quickly pointed out, hey, where where's this missing account? And it was to the tune of $200,000 or more. And then when it was presented back to the attorneys, the husband agreed, oh yeah, I thought you guys had that, you know, but it wasn't in the agreement. So it's really important that gathering of that in the beginning phase, when you're willing to partake in it, get that information, have it documented and be able to refer back to it just for a double checkup. I will send the details. That wraps up our explainer on how to prepare for divorce financially. For more information on this topic, head on over to our website, www.mydivorcesolution.com. We hope this episode was informative and supportive on your divorce journey. If you're looking for more support and guidance for navigating the divorce process with confidence and clarity, head on over and check us out. For more podcast episodes, divorce events, and tools for your journey ahead, we'll see you back here for our next episode. And P.S. this video is intended for general information purposes only and should not be construed as financial or legal advice. By the time my divorce was over, I was actually in a better place financially than I had ever been in my life. That's a quote from a former My Divorce Solution client, Sarah, a divorced mom of three. We know the thought of divorce can leave you feeling scared, angry, and overwhelmed at the unknown path ahead. The first step to feeling in control of your future is to get a roadmap for the divorce journey. That's why we create a financial portrait for each client, a roadmap for decision-making and negotiation strategy. 
giving you the foundation to achieve the best possible divorce outcome. If you are looking for financial clarity, head to our website at mydivorcesolution.com to get more information on how the financial portrait can bring greater confidence and less stress to your divorce journey. Thanks for joining us for another episode of WeChat Divorce. We hope this episode was informative and supportive on your divorce journey. If you are looking for more support and guidance for navigating the divorce process with confidence and clarity, head over to our website at mydivorcesolution.com for more podcast episodes, divorce events, and tools for your journey ahead. We'll see you back here for our next episode.